Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, thank you for a great opportunity once again to preach about you and to preach your word. Lord, please speak, to me, speak through me to the people and speak to me also, Lord, and bless our hearts because we really love you. We want to love you more. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Are you glad to be in church once more? Turn to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. We are just having a short message today. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, God loves us, and we must respond with love. Anything less than love for God is not correct, and it's not enough. Amen? Are you listening to me? Yeah. Anything less than love is not acceptable. I don't accept it. God does not accept it. Do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that remove thy foot from thy neighbor's house, lest he be weary of thee and hate thee. That means you shouldn't visit somebody too much to the point when he doesn't want you to be there anymore. It saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. There are some people, when they give you food to eat, they'll give it to you, and then after I went to, I was somewhere, and then there was somebody serving, and when she was serving, she was, oh, take. So the brother too took. Oh, take more. He took more. Afterwards, I heard the host say, hey, the brother can eat bar. So after I said, look, that thing, eh, when they say, eat more. They say, when you are a visitor, don't eat more. When they say, eat more, they say, oh, I'm okay. And lay foundation before you go for any party. Lay foundation and roof your house, if possible, buy furniture before you go for any party. Or when you are going to a rich man's house to eat. You get it? Because it saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. So I realized that sometimes you take yourself, but the person whom you are taking yourself to is also not flowing in that way. And that is how it is. If tomorrow you tell me, uh, sister, come, come, you. Are you a member of this church? Oh, you are a visitor, sorry. Okay, uh, sister, come. <laughs> you are happy that I didn't call you. <laughs> Let's say this, our sister uh, calls me to, uh, after church and says she's coming to visit me tomorrow at 7 in the morning. Do you see? Come this way so that she says she's coming to visit. What's your name again, please? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth says she's coming to visit me and she will come at 7 
and she will stay with me throughout the day, isn't it? The whole day. Monday. <laughs> it's like, what do you think I should tell her? It's like, it's like why, why are you coming? Is it, and what will you do in the house? You will be with me ah, from the morning. It's, it's too much, you see. It's too long. <laughs> should she come? Should she come? She shouldn't come, you see. And if she comes, she should just flash. I mean, but she said she's coming to stay till what time? Around 8, eh? <laughs> she's coming to visit me up till 8 o'clock in the evening. 7 a.m. She's coming to have breakfast with me, lunch with me, supper, and she'll rest in the house and she'll be there happily. Hey! Huh? And even slept. You will sleep there. <laughs> the love is too much for me. Do you see? I can't receive it. You get what I'm saying? It's beyond my capacity to receive. What do you think? Huh? Okay, thank you, my sister. That is how Christ, Christ's love for us, it looks as if it's too much. He has come in our lives so much and we are not ready for Christ. We are ready for education, for politics, for business. But he has brought himself too far. Even to die, I mean, it's over, over love. Too much, over much. What do you think? Based on how you are responding, I think I can say that it's almost like how this sister says she's coming to visit me from seven, she'll be there till the evening eight. If possible, she will spend the night. I mean, it's too much. I, and she, and when I ask her why, she said, because she loves me. She just wants to be with me. So, ladies and gentlemen, is Christ's love not already enough? And when you don't respond at all, it looks so much. But if I told her she would come at seven and she'll be there, and I said, well, I'll also come to your house next week. And I'll be there for some time, maybe one hour. Do you see? So at least one hour, one hour. It's not bad. But it's like it's one way, too much. And there's nothing returning in exchange for this great love and sacrifice. What do you think? Huh? Do you love him? My question is, do you love him the way he seemed to love you so much? My sister, come back to me, Elizabeth. You said you will come tomorrow. Huh? Yes. Tomorrow? <laughs> yes. And you stay till when? <laughs> you stay till when? So the following day. The following day. <laughs> <laughs> 24 hours in my house it's so much love beyond my ability to receive I cannot take it anymore huh she's gone far the love is so much is there, so is there no, so now if I say, hmm, it's, it's, it's okay, don't come, what would you think? 
maybe I don't have the same feeling that she has for me. I don't have that same feeling for her. Huh? I don't have the same feeling that she has. You say you will come tomorrow. You stay till the, the following day. And I, and I say, no, don't come. You what? I will be offended. Why will you be offended? Because you said I shouldn't come and stay there for too long. Too long. It's too, I mean, I feel it's too much. And you still want to come? Yes. <laughs> because I love you. She loves me. <laughs> and if I don't want it, you see, it, she's offended. So that's how Christ is. This one is like Christ, and I'm like a normal Christian. And it's like she has come all the way. I said, I love you so much. Where do you, where do you know me from that you love me so much? I love you, and I want, I've come to die for you. It's like, oh, I mean, we are busy. We are doing something. I mean, we are busy. We are doing elections. We are, I mean, we have various things we are doing. We are doing business. We are in school. We don't have time. My sister, I don't have time for you. Tomorrow, Monday, I'm not good at all. I will not be in the house. Coming to stay with me, and it's too much. What are we going to talk about? Ah, okay, now the talking will get finished. And what are you even bringing to me? What are you bringing to the house? Ah, but if she says she's bringing me money, one million dollars, I should just wait in my house. From 7 o'clock to the following day, will I not sit down patiently and wait patiently? Uh, I will make special food for you. Suddenly, myself will come and you see that I'm coming to do things and I'll tell my wife, some important person is coming. Why? Because I'm going to get something. Shame on me. Shame on me. I'm not worried about the time. It's because of the thing the woman is bringing, not because of her. Now that she's coming naked like that, bare hands, I don't want her to come. But now she says she's bringing me one million dollars. I'm staying in the house. What will you eat tomorrow, please, when you come? What do you like? I'll eat cake and fish. Cake and fish. In the morning. Yes. And then what about the afternoon? Fufu. Fufu. And in the evening? Papaye. Papaye in the evening. All right. <laughs> My wife, have you heard? Tomorrow morning, kinky and fish. Afternoon is fufu, and then the evening is papaya. Because somebody important is coming. And the only reason why she has become important to me is because I can see something that she's holding in her hand. That's, is that not how we are? If Christ, there's not a convention where you are coming to receive power and miracles and something, you, you, you don't, yourself doesn't come into the thing. You are very cool and it's like I, I'm busy, I have an election, I have this, I have that, I have business, I have school. But if suddenly there is something you can get from it, Benihin is coming. Ah, we are all going to be healed. This one is coming, we are all going to have this and that and that. Then you can, or your party is coming into power at which you will become district chief executive or you will get a post. Because all those who didn't win election, they all, they don't have jobs. 
Because they would have changed every minister of housing, minister of works, minister of lands, minister of moon, stars, all of them, forest. They would change all. Deputy, they would change all. Move out of your house. New cars. All of them would have had cars. Toyota, Toyota, Toyota. Audi, Audi, Audi. Vento, Vento, Vento. For all ministers. All this. Deputy, that. This, that. Director of this. Protocol. The state protocol. Everybody in the castle. All would change. That's why people have energy. There is something for them. They think they are just doing it. That's why when Christ comes and says, I'll come and stay with you the whole day. Then we look and say, why do you want to come and say, even five minutes, I don't have five minutes for you. What am I going to get? But when she said, Bishop, I'm bringing one million dollars. My uncle was um, Blemieza and I've inherited one million dollars. I never knew your uncle was Blemieza. You are bringing one million dollars to me. I want Blemieza's daughter to come to my house. I will make Kenke fish papaya, no problem. Do you love him? We don't love him. Do we love him? He loves us. It's like he's, he's gone too far. Thank you, my sister. Those of you who are trying to get beloveds, don't use money to love people. You are buying things for them. Buying biscuits, buying clothes, buying shoes. You can't buy love. I say you can't buy love with shoes, dresses. Love cannot be a correct person, a correct girl cannot be bought with money. Some of the brothers, they don't know. You see, then they think that if you love the sister, you go and spend money. So the girls, to some of them today, say, ah, if you are a fool enough to bring this, I will eat it. So they buy, eh? they buy expensive things, they bring them, they buy, they bring, they buy, they bring, they buy, they bring, and they eat it. And after they say, oh, I have got somebody already. <laughs> I have somebody already. Total. So how does the brother feel? He feels like a fool. I bought a ticket for her. I took her to London. I paid for her visa. I did this for her. I did this for her. I gave her pounds. I gave this money. I bought shoes for her. I went to a boutique. I did this. And what did I get for, from it? Nothing. Surely, that's how Christ feels about you. He done so much for you. And just look at him. Uh, I have somebody there. It's called MPP. <laughs> I will dance for J A for J, but I will not dance for Christ. When I come to Christ, I will become a diplomat and a spy. I will be a diplomat and a spy in the church. But I will dance. You will dance for Ajabada. You will dance for J A for. But when it's time to dance for Christ, you turn yourself into a spy and you turn yourself into a diplomatic person baptized in vinegar and ice water. Oh, it's not a good message. Christ's love is more than your... Look, from now, don't expect anything else from Christ. What he has done for you is enough. He has done more than he should do for any of us. You were supposed to go to hell. You were supposed to perish. He has saved you. He has saved me. It's enough. 
We don't have to expect anything else from him. We rather have to do something to show something of our love for him. We are behaving like ungrateful people. So much has been bought for us, has been done for us, and we say, I've got another boyfriend. I've got somebody else I dance for. I've got somebody else I do those things for, but not for you. Even though you spent so much on me. That I guess campus, they have sugar, uh, what do they call them? No, they have somebody who visits, what do they? Exter. They have an exter and they have an inter. Even in countries like Germany, Switzerland, France, whatever, the Ghanaians, they have a Ghanaian wife, uh, or the Ghanaian girl has a Ghanaian husband, and then she has a white man who gives her citizenship and even takes her children and makes the children citizens. You get it? And so she sleeps with this one and she sleeps with this one. And she has a husband here for these purposes, another husband here for that purpose. And the Ghanaian husband knows. I'm aware. Understanding. He has done so much. Is there a song like that? He has done so But you see, that song, when we sing, we are thinking of money. He has given me money. He has given me house. He has given me car. He has given me the... Is it true? Is it not true? Is it not true? That, that song, that's what we mean when we sing it. He has done for me. He has done for me. Eh? What my mother could not do, he has bought for me. <laughs> but it's not about Christ. It's not about his love. It's not about salvation. It's not about the cross that he went on. Somebody should give me those tapes from the bookshop. He showed the way. He showed the way. You see, today I went to the bookshop in the morning. And I went to see the tapes that I, that I was just looking at the tapes. And you see, they have what they call the 100 most popular tapes. All right. And some of they, they, they filled up. So maybe 10, 10, 10, 10. Some of them, the tapes are finished and some is full. Nobody wants those ones, but some everybody wants. So I was looking to see the ones that people have bought and the ones that nobody wants. The really popular ones. You know the one that nobody wants? This one. He showed the way. Easter, Jesus Christ showed the way. This one. He won my heart. Jesus won my heart. This talks about how God won my heart. How he won our hearts. And how he showed the way. Nobody wants that. But the ones that were finished were which ones? Healing for my secret pain. That one is finished. There's none at all. Mashak anointing. There's none at all. And what else? Something. Those type of messages. Marriage something something marriage then. But when it's about Jesus. In fact, I wonder if he would like to receive us to heaven. People who don't really love him. <laughs> I wonder whether he would like us. Huh? Billy, do you think he would like us? <laughs> do you think? No, I'm asking how many things he would like us. No time for him. 
no time for him. No time. No time for the people he died for. Nobody wants to do witnessing, even Ole. Mona, if you're witnessing, Ole, you don't know how to witness. You don't even know what it, the word witness means. It's going to court to be a witness. You don't know what it means. Because yet you are a Christian. You can't tell anybody about Jesus. And we are too big to tell anybody about Jesus. Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Three times, he said, do you love me? He said, when he said, yeah, Lord. He was answering his lungs. Yeah, Lord, I love, I love thee. Then he asked him, Peter, do you love me? Love as thou me. He said, yeah, Lord. Love. Then he asked him the third time. And each time when he said, do you love me? His answer was, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. In other words, do my work. Not even evangelism, but my people I died for. Nobody wants to be a shepherd. Nobody wants to be a pastor. Nobody wants to do his work. Oh, yes. We want to live for ourselves. It's because we haven't met with God. The day you meet God, you will change. You see the woman, by the, with the, the woman of Samaria, the woman who met Jesus. When she met Jesus, she turned into an evangelist. You see Moses, when he met God, he turned into someone who went to rescue the people of God. Anybody who has met God turns his focus from himself to others to help others. Not just to help yourself. Yeah. If you've met him, you will change. But you haven't met him. If you love me, then the last time Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, Lord, okay, the way you are asking me so many times, thou knowest. But you know that I love you. Then he said, feed my sheep, no further questions. When you go to court and they say no further questions, I have nothing reasonable to add to what has been said. It means there's nothing else. You just listen. If you love me, Efe, feed my sheep. No further questions, no further comments, remark. The next one, the next comment will be in heaven. The next remark you hear from Jesus will be in heaven. Keep watching. The next comment will be in heaven. That's the last. In fact, that's one of the last words of Christ. Feed my sheep and then no further questions, no further comments. John 21, and he was out. That was the last chapter of John. 21 chapters in John. Feed my sheep. Last comments, no further comments. That was not his very last, but it was one of the very last in the chapter. We are going to revive shepherdorial work and evangelism. And I want to invite all of you and ask you all to be involved in the work of God. And not to do things. Because you see, you have to choose your time. Everybody says he's busy. Everybody says he's busy. But people have time for things. Hmm. You see, when I look at the politics, I see that people have both time and money and loyalty. These three. Time, money, and loyalty that they can demonstrate. But when it comes to God and to his church, you see that those things are not there. Time, money, and loyalty. They demonstrate it. 
when it comes to politics. Time, money, and loyalty. That's why you see people's loyalties. I belong to this, I am this, I belong to this, I am this, I belong to this, I am this. Time, money, and loyalty. God is calling you, young man, young lady, to work for him. Bible says, if you, if you love me, my father will love you. We will come to you and manifest ourselves to you. How many want God to manifest himself greatly in your life? Everybody will know that God has come to your life. God has done something for you. Love him. Work for him. Serve him. Amen. Serve him. What is the reward? Human beings. Human beings. What's the reward when you work for human beings? Everybody here who calls himself a politician, look carefully and see. When NDC were booted out, you should see. Rollins has sacrificed his life to come and be here, do all the things that he did. At the end, all Ghanaians say, hey, go away. Is that not what they said? Yeah. And the second time they said, go. even MPP, they've come, they said they are doing roads, they are doing this. Left small. Small one like this. They would have also said, we don't care, go. That's all. No reason. No reason. But when you work for Christ, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50, it said that, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. That is the work that is not in vain. Every other work is in vain. And human beings will show you that it's in vain. You think they will glorify you. How many years was Kram and Kumar dead before they went and brought his body to come and lay him instead as the first president of Ghana? How many years he was thrown away somewhere? How many years? Presidents of Ghana. Past presidents. How many years was President Buzia's house useless, occupied by commandos for years? What is the use? I would rather work for Jesus. I would rather work for God. And I want to ask you to join me to work for God. How many will join me to work for God? It's better that we rather work for God. That one, God himself can reward us. We don't look to anybody. That's the work that is not in vain. And when you work for God, you will find a greater blessing. Therefore, my beloved brethren, 1 Corinthians 15, 58, be steadfast. That's why I'm steadfast. I am not interested in politics. I'm just an observer. Unmovable. Don't move. Always abounding in God's work. In God's work. I said in God's work. Let's give ourselves to God's work. One day, we'll be glad. You know, I'm so happy that you people are not the ones who have to say thank you to me. When I preach to you and I do my best and I pour my heart and I risk my life for you, I'm not expecting thank you from you, only from Jesus. And I'm glad about that. Because if I was expecting it from you, I may have been sad by now. I may have been disappointed and broken hearted by now. I may be so sad. I'll look at my church and say, these people, they don't care for me. They would like me even to be dead. If I was to look at you, but I don't look at you, I look at him. That's why I'm also telling you, your husband cannot love you and reward you. He won't. Already, if you can see, you, if you look carefully, you will see. 
What I'm saying is true. Your wife can never reward you for choosing her and loving her above all others. She cannot and she won't. You can see it already. Only Christ can reward you. That's why I work for him. My employer is God. My rewarder is God. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I see God rewarding you as you work for him. I said, I see God rewarding you as you work for him. God will bless you and God will honor you. God will anoint your head and favor you and bless you and help you. And he will lift you up because you stood for his name. Even the midwives of Egypt, because they feared God, God built houses for them and blessed them. God will bless you and always there will be some grace with you because of your involvement in the work of God and in the house of God. That, that, that favor, that, that, that grace will be with you because you have joined yourself to God's work and to God's house. It's never in vain. It's never, even on earth, there are some people, when you work for them, you'll be glad you work for them. How much more God, when you work for him, you'll be glad that you work for him. How much more God? Stand to your feet. Amen. How many think it's a good message? Even if you don't think it's a good message, I have preached it. And that's what I'm preaching. No apologies. Lift your hand and ask the Lord to use you to do his work. Do you love me? Okay, if you love me, now feed my sheep. Simple and short. Father, we thank you for the great opportunity to love you, to serve you, to live for you. We honor you, we thank you, we praise you. Let us, oh God, run the race that you have called us to run. Do what you've called us to do, that we may live for you. Thank you for your blessing, in Jesus' name. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, we want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Help me. I don't want to go to hell. Please pray with me. If you are here like that, just um, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. You want to give your life to God. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but in your heart, you know that you are far from God and you want to be born again. It's more important to be born again than to even eat again than for the rest of your life when you'll be born again. Lift up your right hand if you are here like that. I want to pray with you. Thank you. I see your hand. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you've lifted your hand, just come to me from wherever you are standing. Just walk from there. I want to pray for you right here. Just come all the way. Come from where you are standing. Come from the back. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I want to give my... Yes. Put your hands together for them as they come quickly. God bless you, brother. Thank you. I'm going to pray a special prayer with you. And I know that God is going to touch your life. If you are coming, come. No, no. Face, just face right here. God bless you, brother. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. Just come. Clap for them as they, oh, come all the way from the back. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. I want to be born again. Pray for me, pastor. God bless you. God bless you. Come all the way to the front. I need to pray with you today before we close. All right. God bless you. Say this prayer with me. Just close your eyes and say this with me. Say, and I want you to say the prayer out loud. Say, Lord Jesus, 
Today is my day. Right now. I repent. And I turn around. I receive Christ. As my savior. As my Lord. And as my master. Today. I recognize. That I am a sinner. Please forgive me. For all my sins. I accept Jesus. As my Lord. And my master. And my savior. Thank you. For receiving me. Please wash my sins. In the blood. In the blood. In the blood of Jesus. Wash me. In the blood of Jesus. Thank you Lord. For saving my soul. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.